Hi, everybody. Hey. It's a morning edition. Not that that matters to you, but no. we don't usually record in the morning, but it's not really even It's the also morning. not the morning. It's 1230. All right. Well, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> um, I'm Liv Sengor. And I'm Alex Shannon. And this is the Ridiculous People podcast. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at a ridiculous pod. You or, can follow Liv yeah. on Twitter and Instagram at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. Or you can follow Alex on um, at uh, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N on Twitter Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. It's a spell. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Liv gets excited when I switch the script and I I say her handle instead of my own. It's fine. Little face lights up. (laughs) Exciting. Uh, So we're back with like a regular episode. We haven't had a regular episode in a second, it feels like. Yeah. You know, it's been a while. Um, we've seen some stuff, though. We've been out of the country. Oh, we did. We went to Costa Rica. We Mm -hmm. saw us in Costa Rica. As nosotros. Nosotros, with some Spanish subtitles. Yeah. We wanted to see it dubbed, but the... The translation with the woman that was selling us tickets didn't go so well. No, no. We tried, but it did yeah. not work. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have we done? Let's see. We did some uh, a collab. We did. We did a collab with the Cohabitation uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Definitely go check that episode out if you haven't already. Yeah. Sorry about the audio. It's kind of wonky. We're a little bit figuring out the collab situation. Exactly. We are not a professional setup. No, we are not. We are very... Um, DIY? We are very DIY. <laughs> very indie? Indie. That's the appeal. That's why y'all tune in. Yeah. Um, we're going to work this on ish it, at our kitchen table. We are. We've you got know? some nice mics. And we have that's an, about it. <laughs> we have a new collab coming up, though. We do. It's very exciting. And I think that that one will go a tiny bit more smoothly, mostly because the other podcast is a little bit more technically got, together like a setup you they know? have a setup yeah alex Technical i'm a woman setup. in stem so. you're a woman in stem <laughs> and therefore that makes you better than them thank you so much you're welcome um <laughs> so stay tuned for that we have lots yeah. of fun programming coming up we're also going to see um a broadway show we are and we're going to review it for you here on this pod we've been invited to as influencer influencers you guys we are influencers <sighs> we, contribute to mm. the culture yeah. mm-hmm. anyway uh but we're not gonna sell you lip gloss or anything like that do, people, gloss? St- do people still wear lip glossier gloss? yeah oh is that a thing yeah i fell for that shit and bought some too the glossier lip gloss mm-hmm. is it just the same bullshit that we had at claire's when we were like 12 no it's not as sticky it's not as sticky yeah well, that's good shrugs <laughs> <laughs> she just one shoulder shrugged at me so that was Wow. Endorsement. Lack of enthusiasm. Yeah. Glossier, please sponsor this podcast. Please. Um, <laughs> Love your stuff so much. We'll suck your dick. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so stay tuned for more fun shit. But yes. we have other things that we've just been sitting around watching nonstop yeah. as well. Yeah. What do you want to start with, Liv? Oh, my God. What to even start with? Well, let's start with Captain Marvel. We saw Captain we Marvel. We saw Captain Marvel in the theaters. We did. So fun. It was so fun. It was so good. Brie Larson is amazing. Yeah. You had already seen it. I had already seen it. You brought me and our other friend Mars. Shout I out did. Mars. Um, Mars hadn't seen it, right? No, no she, she had not. It was also new for her. Um, so we were like, wow, amazing. A female superhero. Hell yeah. But Brie Larson is truly the best. She is. Oh my God. She's such, she's like 
Her performance was really good. Yeah. Um, and I thought just the what she did with Captain Marvel, who was a little bit basic in the comics. Um, <laughs> so it was actually Mr. Marvel uh, at the beginning. And um, due to a little bit of pressure uh, from outside people. From the fans? From the fans. Um, <laughs> Mysterious outside people. Outside Standing people. outside of Stan Lee's house, just going... <laughs> No, and he was like the outside we people don't like are here. Captain Marvel, you don't like Mister Marvel. <laughs> oh my god, that's exactly what happened. Amazing. And then Stanley was like, "Oh shit, my bad." And then he uh, made it Miss Marvel, and eventually Captain Marvel, uh, who's incredible. This blonde lady, and it was like cool. And everyone was like, "We like this better. We like this so much better." Perfect. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that that's. Amazing. Yeah. I love that story. I wish that they would do that more. I know. And yeah, RIP Stanley. Yeah. He's um, very old. Yeah. <laughs> I keep waiting for someone to be like, he was problematic. Because he just like looks, he's got that he face. He looks like he's, he's over- got that face that he would say some problematic shit. They actually asked his nurses. There's a thing, a, like almost false alarm thing where someone was talking to his nurses. And uh-huh. like, Is he bad? And they were like, no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? They were like, oh. <laughs> Wait, why was that a false false alarm? If the I nurse just rem- said no, I don't know. It was oh. something like like an exclusive interview with like the people who take care, the women who take care of Stan Lee or something like that. Because oh. everyone was, like, like freaked out. His like, fucking oh, hospice, no. hospice nurse, nurses yeah. or whatever. And, and like, then they yes, asked it is him, my job. Just like, yeah, he's fine. He's really old. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, word. Like, that's all they said. <laughs> yeah, he's probably no more rude than like any other super duper old person who doesn't yeah. really know where they are, what's going on. Exactly. And right. they just kind of go like, hey. Yeah. Get out of here. Or whatever. Yeah, right. You're like, you're they're fine. Like, but Shush. has he like, you know, is he does he touch you inappropriately? And they're like, no. No. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> so that was cool. Okay, good. R.I.P. Stanley. R.I.P. Stanley. <laughs> um, Not problem, the new op- just old. The new oh word. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um yeah, the new opening is like very much a credit to him. Oh yeah, they, that's true. They have like lots of flashes of his um cameos yeah, and different movies. Yeah. Instead, of, they usually flash through the different like comic book images of the right. different characters, but yeah. they flash to like him, yeah, which is really sweet. That was nice. Um, that was nice, and I just thought that like the chemistry between Samuel oh, Jackson, so good. and Brie Larson was amazing. It was surprisingly good. I would never have expected that. It was so funny too. There was one line where they, she's like out of her like costume or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> her like warrior. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suit. Her outfit. Alien <laughs> outfit. Anyway. Um her alien soldier skin suit. I don't know. Um so she's like, can't wear this anymore. And it's the nineties. And so she like gets a bunch of clothes from she like steals clothes or something. And she's with Samuel Jackson and he just like looks over at her and goes like, you look like someone's disaffected niece. Lose the plaid. Because she had a plaid shirt tied around her waist and me and Liv just went like, oh my God, drag me. Right? Oh my God. Drag me for filth. I am someone's disaffected niece. Constantly. So real. Yeah. So I thought that was hilarious. That was very funny. (laughs) So Um, specific. Oh my God. Yeah, they were great. It was very 90s. She acted the hell out of it. She I really, really feel did. like it could have been a total flop. Oh my god, yeah, definitely. Like it, the whole thing could have fallen in on itself. Mm-hmm. It was if it wasn't for 
her and Sam Jackson. 100%. I also really liked Sam Jackson's acting during the fight sequences where clearly he was the only <laughs> part he was acting was when he was just rolling on, on the, the floor, floor just going like Ugh. this man is so old and he's like he's so like, funny. You knew some of those groans when he was rolling around down there were like real. He's yeah, just like he was down just like, on the ground like just like oh, how am I going to get <laughs> yeah. up? You know what I mean? Because then all the rest of great. the fucking fight sequence is just some, oh, stunt, some stunt double, double. while he's yeah. in ADR going like huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do those stunts anymore. No, absolutely not. It was um, really fun though. They did a good job also looking make him look young. I wasn't yeah. I was never like scared, you know? Yeah, you, I was you, yeah, sometimes when they look like old, you're like, ooh. Yeah. Who was it in it like Harrison Ford in fucking the new Blade Runner? Yo, that was oh, a that's lot. True. That was Watching very someone scary. like punch him in the face, I was like, that is an old man. I know. What the fuck? Yeah, though that was very disturbing. They did a, I mean Whoever his stunt double was did a great job, but well like, done, yeah. it was fucking wild. I was yeah. a little bit nervous for him, but also, Same. I don't know. He's fine. Yeah. He's we just pretty. know We just know how old he is exactly. and how much, like, blow he's done. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't look that old, too. Like, even when he's, like, normal doing press, he doesn't look that old. I would say Sam Jackson looks better than Harrison Ford, though, 100%. don't you think? Yeah. I mean, black's crack, but, like... That's fair. You know, true. the wrinkles in Harrison Ford's forehead. Oh, They've been there since he was 30. That's a honest. very good point. He has kind of looked he's, like that for a while. <laughs> and he's always like, grumble, grumble. He has, <laughs> like... Harrison Ford has, like, old man attitude, and he's had it forever. That's true. You know? So I guess it just makes him feel like he's aging Probably. he's aging into the age he always has been that's true oh oh anyway <laughs> that second blade runner was terrible um oh, it was. <laughs> i did we not like it. it it was weird J- jared leto i almost said jay oh, leno god remember jared when jay leno. leno showed up in blade oh, runner i almost said jay leno Could instead of jared imagine? leto <laughs> it would have made it so much better and that's saying something would it have yes okay it's bad when jay leno would make something better <sighs> we're just coming at you with <laughs> Locked and loaded hot takes. Everybody <laughs> come for Blade us. Runner 2049. And fucking Jay Leno. And, Jay Leno. and Jared Leto. <laughs> I want to see a Jay Leno, Jared Leto two-hander. Terrifying. What the fuck would that be about? I don't know. It would be so weird. A lot of people would really hate it. it would myself be, You included. know what? It would be a creepy, not a creep. I mean, it, they wouldn't purposely make it creepy, yeah. but it would turn out creepy. Western. <laughs> oh, you're right. They would both be wearing denim button-down shirts. <laughs> In a fucking old Cadillac. No. <laughs> Driving through the desert. Oh. And like, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine both of them with too much makeup on? Oh, God. Mascara oh, out to oh. fucking here. Oh. Gross. Oh, Jay Leno with all that makeup. Yikes. They Ooh. both have like cowboy boots on that are like too big. Oh, no. Anyway. Hats. Well, no, because they wouldn't want to mess up their hair mm-hmm. both of them are like styled by jen atkin herself <laughs> uh, <laughs> dumb stuff anyway yeah you've enjoyed that terrifying imagery captain marvel was good we loved captain marvel everyone go see captain marvel I, yeah i um it's cool she's like the superman i feel like of the marvel yeah universe. there's kind of a lot that she can't that she like can do and like there's not a lot she can't do no there's not a lot that can stop her right but I appreciated, and I think, again, I think this is a, largely attributed to just Brie Larson, um, her, her performance. But uh, it was very nice to see her not one-dimensional, because I think the yeah. problem we run into with Superman movies mm-hmm. is that it's very hard to make Superman an interesting character. Oh, my God. There was definitely that. that will, I will say, like, her being able to do whatever she wanted and, like, not have a lot against her didn't happen until the end. That's true. And it was, that was so good. that was good. It, we, yeah. it was a good journey to get there. Yeah. Um, and a really, yeah, a really cool 
sort of message in that. Yeah. I thought. Um, yeah, oh cool. my God. About like women not stopping themselves and not like blocking their emotionality, right. thinking that that's going to make them more yeah, powerful. Stronger. Yeah, yeah It's like it doesn't. It doesn't make you stronger. You use everything you've got in right. your arsenal. Yeah. And I thought that that was really beautiful. Yeah. And that your emotions can make you more powerful. Like you should. Yeah. Also, I want one of those like mm. Top Gun jackets <laughs> know, that know. they had on. So good. <laughs> but like cut for a lady. I yeah. was like, yes. I hope they start selling that because Marvel's all about that merch. Yeah. It's like a little <laughs> bit of a crop jacket. Yeah. It looks nice. They could sell that for a hundred something bucks Sick. and my ass would still buy it. True. Um. <laughs> Word. The cat was incredible. Oh my god! Uh, yes, to that cat. They Give him an Oscar. Him. They invited him to the premiere. Did you see? They yes. put a tie on him. He put a tie on him. He because it was his premiere. Yes, it was his premiere. He was a star. He was a star. He anyway, did great. He said no comment to all the reporters. He did. He's too big of a star. Like, I'd like to keep my private life private. That's right. He's a professional. <laughs> I'm here to turn in performances. I love and my it. personal life is none of your concern. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, yes. <clears throat> so another thing that we watched was all of Sabrina <laughs> within 12 hours. <laughs> we did. We uh, watched it right away. No regrets. The only regrets. reason we even paused to stop it was to sleep. Yes. That's literally it. That's literally true. When we were literally unable to stay awake. That's so true. That's the only reason we ever stop watching things, especially on their like that's a little weekend we nights in. Fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> are physically unconscious. and So true. <clears throat> Uh yeah oh my god Sabrina season two yeah there's a we're not gonna say anything but there's a wild twist at the end yeah listen did I think it lived up to season one yeah I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking at her nails the whole time <laughs> yeah I do yeah I would I liked it I really like Dark Sabrina yeah I like Nick Scratch Nick Scratch old Nick Scratch I think that they did a really great sensitive interesting job with theo yes who was previously yeah. known in the first season as Susie. Mm-hmm. um i thought that was amazing um it was really yeah. great for considering it's like a i mean a young adult series you know yeah be to be able to to have um, really good queer representation in yeah. like a spooky ass setting right. is amazing yeah you know props to those writers yeah you think about twilight they they had not even a black person in no, sight. No, they did not. You know what I mean? Oh. So, like, to, for them to have, like, people of color. Yeah. Like, queer people. Yeah. Like, and they're just, like, young. They're actually young teenagers. Yeah. Who are not, yeah. like, 30-year-olds being like, mm. I'm in high school. Meet yeah. me in bio. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. It's really amazing. There's a really, like, I mean, the Mother of Demons turned into an incredible performance yet oh, again. She did great. Lilith. Yeah. Um, God, what is that actress's name? I'm gonna look it up. Something she's amazing. Because that's remember. also that's Michelle? an that's an incredible thing too, is to have like a woman who's clearly past her mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. But just like working it, like is Definitely. still like sexual, powerful, right. flawed, right. Mm-hmm. like devious. Yeah. Like it was just. It's amazing to yeah. watch her work. Definitely. And that's really cool, too, because in a show with, like, a young female ingenue yeah. who's, like, blonde and petite, right? it can be easy for it to feel, I don't know, like, it's just kind of feeding into the, the whole machine of, like, women have to be young in order to be marketable and shit. Right, right. But I really feel like there are enough older women in the series that, 
fucking own their shit. Yeah, like and have Hilda and Zelda. Hilda and Zelda. And... Yeah. Like, I think that that's really bringing Definitely. us a long way. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think, yeah, I think the show does actually very well. I would, and I would say, I know the first season got a little bit of flack for its racial representation, but mm-hmm. I think, especially in this season, like, the black characters were extremely three-dimensional, and there's an interesting sort of nod, I think it was conscious, to, like, sort of the, the black man being accused and locked up yeah. of something. In, Definitely. In Michelle sorry, Gomez. Like, just, Michelle Gomez, that's yeah, her name. That's She's great. She's great. Um, also, but I think, I thought- but that's the thing. Like, I don't. I like. I know people were given flack in that, but to be honest, the like witches and warlocks of color were like my fave. Oh yeah, people in the first face. season. Like, I don't know. Like, they're everyone's fave. Yeah, everyone like, loves Prudence. Prudence, Ambrose, <laughs> yeah. and fucking like. Um, Roz. Yeah. I I, I always want to call her by the actress. I, heard, I know her. Yeah. Me too. Um, but I, yeah. Roz and Jazz are very close. So. I know. Yeah. That's why. So I was like, Jazz Sinclair. And then I'm like, no, no, no. What's no, the no. character's name? Yeah. What's the character's name? Roz. Um, and like her grandma. Like I thought that that was such a cool, interesting yeah. thing of like we inherited this blindness, but then right. we have this cunning. Like yeah. I, that was so cool to yeah. me. And like I thought that that was a very like interesting backstory. Yeah. I think so too. Plus with the, yeah. And like the cunning being an actual sort of voodoo-ish phenomenon. Oh yeah. Like it having its roots in actual voodoo magic. Um, Definitely. That's fine. Which, yeah. And I, and like myth and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if anything, like they lean into the fact that like Harvey is like typical white boy bullshit. Especially Do you know what I mean? Two. Especially oh my in God. season two. Where they're like, oh, <laughs> Harvey. On Harvey. Just like, oh, what are you doing here? You're no help. Like and they read his tarot and the first card is the fool. And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> that tarot episode. Oh, that was wild. That was so cool. I yeah. loved the structure of that episode. It kept tricking me. Yeah. I kept forgetting. But every time that they would, yeah. Oh my you God. would forget that you were in a reading. Essentially yeah. like a, a tarot reader comes into uh what's Dr. his face Cerberus Dr. Cerberus yeah. yeah that was good nice and was so not much. gonna be able to remember that name <laughs> Dr. Cerberus aka Aunt Hilda's boyfriend yeah um he's a sex demon <laughs> <laughs> we thought maybe he was a werewolf or a vampire turns out he's just possessed by a sex demon yeah. it's fine um and I was like wow that's even better go Hilda <laughs> I love it <laughs> um but yeah like a tarot reader comes to town and reads all of the main characters, most of the main characters, like right. tarot, and they go into these crazy yeah. possible futures that include a lot of like just horrible shit, like Oof, right? just crazy shit. Um, they were all really like awesome. those fun little. You remember those books with those horrifying covers of like scary stories to tell in the dark? Do you remember yes. those books? Do you know Guillermo del Toro is doing a movie oh, adaptation God, of scary I'm stories so to tell excited. in the dark? Why? I know. I'm going to be there with fucking bells on. Anyway. Don't wear bells to the movies. <laughs> Olivia, <laughs> you know that I'm 85 years old and that I mean that I'm just excited yeah. and I will be there excited. <laughs> it touched her nose. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that... That's going to be amazing. That, yeah, I think that's going to be amazing. But yeah, it does remind me of that but too. You know, like, short, like, like scary short stories. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. whole series of them. That was a really... We should watch that episode again. That was just a really well done episode. I would hunt... Yeah, we definitely have to rewatch this season because we watched yeah. it so quickly um, the first time. 
Also, about Lilith's story this season was really interesting. Me too. Um, I think so. Drawing from a lot I just of- said me too. And then I was like, no. <laughs> I think so as well. Word. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Um, but like, I think especially, you know, Alex was explaining to me a lot of the biblical references but yeah <laughs> that was i thought that was a really cool sort of what they did with um her uh like getting over for lack of a better word like her relationship Sa- with yeah, Satan, Satan and like what they did with the human adam character and then yes. her weird scary demon adam right built, like made from her rib like yes. that was really cool yeah and that was a really interesting perversion yeah, um, yeah, and I think that yeah, I mean, they really lean into the idea of like, the, so, like her. I don't know. They explain a lot of what was going mm-hmm. on in like the first season. Like right. clearly, the first season was written with the second season in mind. Definitely, and the idea of like the like perversion of what they called like quote unquote the Nazarenes mm-hmm. miracles, mm-hmm. like the miracles of Jesus mm-hmm. or whatever, um, of Sabrina committing them in like the opposite manner. Right. Right. Um. I thought that was really interesting. I'm a sucker yeah. for a, a well done biblical illusion definitely. because it's a great story. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, no, definitely. Bible stories are so good cool. stories. There, there's a reason we've mm-hmm. continued to tell them to each other. For sure. Um, yeah, so I thought that that was really cool, and it just kind of them explicitly saying like, I, I don't know. I just thought it was really well done, and definitely. even though the show is like so campy in so many ways, oh, yeah. I felt like there are moments like that that really nail it to back to like true hardcore myth right. and like real I don't know like real traditions and like yeah. things that aren't as like silly and campy definitely yeah know. 100% agree um I'm very curious to see what they do in future seasons because I mean they I feel like I remember thinking this the first we've talked about religion on this podcast before yeah um I remember the first season we I mean I don't know if we talked about on the podcast but we discussed sort of like so in this world if the devil exists that means god exists right like what are they gonna are they gonna talk about that or just we're just gonna ignore it yeah and this is they've talked a little more about it right so Mm -hmm. i'm interested to see where eventually it goes i have a feeling that yeah yeah. Yeah. The angels showed up. The angels did show up. Angels showed up and they were like hunting witches right. and um they looked like Mormons and it Very was scary. really interesting. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they were literally trying to murder everyone. Yeah. And um so that was cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um but also interesting imagery. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do because yeah. they they've already mixed metaphors in a lot of ways. Mm, yeah. And like they I mean I don't want to. Yeah, no, no. But there was like a huge allusion to any Catholic people, people who grew up Catholic. Yeah, yeah. Um, There was a huge allusion to Saint Sebastian. Mm Hmm. But it was not like, oh, we are anti that. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Word. Yes. Like where, like some of the other stuff is like, oh, here's the opposite, right? Of like traditional Mm -hmm. Christian, whatever. But. That was just kind of straightforward that. Sure. Right. right. Which I was like, hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Um, fair. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they talked about Michael. They talked about yeah. the fall mm-hmm. uh, more. So Michael being the archangel mm-hmm. in tradition, um, right. Michael is the archangel that defeats Lucifer. Right, right. And then God, like, sends him to hell. Right. Um, Gabriel, too, right? She, The horn. 
Gabriel's horn. Yeah, Gabriel's one of the main archangels, mm. but Michael is the one that defeats oh, I see. Okay. Satan. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess Gabriel is like the mm. – and I think it's like the announcer of the end times. Remember, like blows okay. the horn right, for like right. the end times, I think. Gotcha. I don't quite remember, sure. but yeah, angels. the angels Gabriel mm-hmm. is like a – no, 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 no. Mm. Not the end times. I'm thinking too much about Sabrina. Um, <laughs> Gabriel announced the inception, the inception, lol, the <laughs> conception of Jesus oh, to Mary. Okay. So Gabriel appeared to Mary oh, and said, right. you, you pregnant? Oh, yeah. It's God's baby. And she we said, what? Know. And he has sex. And I'm 13. And they were like, shh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked. Um, and he was like, just tell Joseph to chill. And she was like, um, I don't know if he's going to be down with that. Um <laughs> And then Gabriel also appeared to Joseph and was like, hey, don't murder your fiance. It was God and not some other dude that she was fucking. Anyway, um, so that was the angel Gabriel. awkward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that's why the announce – you think of him as like having a trumpet because he like announces things. Gotcha. It's literally called the Annunciation. Oh, right. It's a holy day. uh, That's what my Catholic Catholic kindergarten was called, Annunciation. Mm Mm-hmm. There you Got go. It. Yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of schools are – a lot of I, I find grade schools are named after uh, Mary, like traditions of Mary, oh, different uh-huh. titles of Mary. And then a lot of – or like some random saints, I guess, sometimes okay. here and there. And then high schools are usually named after like bishops. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I don't know if that's just a Philadelphia thing. Sure. But right. that's – Always what I've kind of seen. Interesting. Yeah. Word. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's all that. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, that is all that. Uh, it's great. <laughs> yes. Okay, so. <laughs> Thank you, Liv. <laughs> um, it's great. <laughs> we, we also, okay, so confession time. We uh, started watching Homecoming. Yes. Beyonce's. Beyonce's Homecoming on Netflix. It is a documentary about her Coachella set last yeah. year and, mm-hmm. like, the work leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, we did fall asleep. It's true. Uh, during the latter half of the it. The latter half. We have, I mean, I've listened to the whole live album a few times. Amazing. <laughs> um, I haven't necessarily done that, but I think I was awake, actually, a little more than you were. Okay. Like, I fell asleep first, but then I woke back up, like, okay. two more times. Oh, shit. And wow. I looked over, and you were still asleep. I was, I was <laughs> We were just out. laying on the couch, <laughs> both passed out. All I remember is Beyonce was sitting there, and she's just like, I gotta go home. <laughs> and then I, like, passed out. Oh, yeah. That was funny. Oh, yeah. To my 5011 children. <laughs> my 5011 children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Uh, what did you think? That was actually during the credits. Was it? Yeah. Oh, so I, I think you woke up. woke up, and then I was like, I must have been. Yeah. Because that was definitely during the credits. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's just like, I gotta go home to my 5011. <laughs> <laughs> that was right at the end. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, it was funny. It was amazing. I yeah. Mean, an incredible. I mean, and we didn't fall asleep because it wasn't wonderful. No. It was because, like, it was two in the morning. It was very late for us because <laughs> yeah. we are old people yeah. old now. <laughs> I guess two in the morning isn't late for most. Well, I had had more than like two drinks, which yeah. now is like knocks me out. Word. I used to be a much better drinker, and yeah. now I'm a lightweight. It's okay, and it's fine. It's cheaper. And then I, you know, I had walked around quite a bit you that day because I was at the museum. Yeah, which I went was to great. Work. Yeah, and you were you had worked a long day, yeah. so we were both very tired, exhausted, tired little beans. 
It's true. We fully intend to finish it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but oh my God, it was amazing. I mean, yeah, like the amount of work yeah. that she put into this and like how hard and far she like pushed herself yeah. and her body and her team. Right. Crazy. It's It was crazy to With watch. With twin babies, like, yeah. holy fuck. And having had a really awful, I mean, she doesn't talk about, speaking of like not talking about your personal life like that cat. Um <laughs> Oh, back. Yes, similar, uh, similarly, <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like she doesn't talk to us. Like she's not on Instagram talking about her personal life and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. She very much controls what comes out and how it comes out. Mm-hmm. And so, in this documentary, she's talking about how she had a really awful pregnancy. Yeah, uh, she had it was a hard pregnancy. Yeah, it was unexpected. Yeah, and she had to have an emergency C-section, and it was twins. Yeah, um, which happens like you're actually more likely to get pregnant with twins when you're older. Oh, interesting. Because you're like eggs are coming out whenever they fucking feel like and so you're more likely to have like two pop out by Uh accident because your ovaries are like i don't fucking know (laughs) they're just like (laughs) they're tired and shit (laughs) so they just pop them out um yeah so that was like an unexpected thing i know i think a lot of people were Mm. thought that they did like in vitro or something because that can also happen in in vitro because they Uh. usually have two eggs because Mm -hmm. usually it only takes with like one there's like a higher percentage of being able to become pregnant mm-hmm. um but then sometimes it can be too sure but i right. i mean it seemed like she was like it was a surprise yeah. oh my god definitely <laughs> and then it made me not be able to do a bunch of shit i promised to do which yeah. is like if you know beyonce like she's not gonna plan a bunch of shit and then schedule an in vitro fertilization yeah, and all that of crap course yeah. Not. yeah i thought i read i don't know if i'm making up that drama, no but i'm think, pretty sure that i read i mean i think i've read that as most, well like Fucking people didn't think she had blue mountain. ivy. People thought oh, yeah, that they were Kim like, Kardashian was a uh, surrogate. They thought Kim Kardashian yes. was the surrogate. Kim Kardashian owns like twelve <laughs> surrogates herself. I know what I know. That's bizarre. So they thought um, her baby bump was fake with blue ivy. Oh yeah, because like, they were saying like some. They were like it looks deflated. A bunch of people yeah. said that or whatever. And no I was wonder like, she doesn't talk to us ever. Like these about? people ruined it. <laughs> like like you know? true, and like you can. I'm sorry, but like. You can tell the difference in someone who has given birth. Yeah. Like, she is not, like, her legs are not as thin Mm-mm. as they once were. No. Like, not in, I'm not saying, like, I don't want a body shame at all. Like, no, I think, no. but, like, you can tell the difference in, like, Chrissy Teigen, too. It's yes, like, it's true. Their faces look different. Their bodies look different. Their right. hips look different because they have gone through a traumatic yes. event. Yes. And also, like, I don't know. It You can just tell. Yeah. You can just tell the difference between right? a woman who has given birth and a woman who hasn't a lot of times. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's beautiful. I think it's a Definitely. really interesting like metamorphosis. Yeah. But yeah. also like, fuck you. I know. Right? Yeah, she went right? through something so fucking hard and yeah. is trying to like pull it together and be as professional as possible and only talk about her work. Yes. And people keep being like, she's fake. Everything's fake. Yeah. I, don't know. I know. Right. It's insane. Mm. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> I really liked in the there's a part in the doc where she's talking about her like how she wanted to get like back to her size because mm-hmm. she was like after that. Yeah. You know, that twins pregnancy. Yeah. She was, like, I was trying it in order to reach my goal. She's like, I limited myself to no carbs, oh no sugar, no dairy, no anything. She's already a vegan too. Yeah. So like nothing. And then at the end of the list, she goes, she sighed. She went, and I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
work. Yes. Like, you know? yes. I, re- I remember Amy Schumer talking about going on a diet for Trainwreck because mm-hmm. even even though they knew who she was and she was like a fairly big name in comedy, sure. the studio still was like, hmm, lose 10 pounds oh to be God, the fat yeah. girl. Right. And she was like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it was yeah. like, fine. So she got a trainer mm-hmm. and she was like, fine, like, let's do it. But she just said, like, oh, my God, now I realize why these people are skinny. It's because they literally don't eat. Right. It's not because – she's like, I would, like, have a smoothie for breakfast and then for lunch I would journal about the smoothie I had for <laughs> breakfast. And That's I wanted really – it was, she was like, I was so hungry. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I was just so hungry and uncomfortable the whole time. Right. And she's like, That's – how I was able to lose a crazy amount of weight yeah. and I was working out constantly and it was so boring and it was so right, annoying right. I didn't like it. Yeah, holy shit. She just kind of was like, so I figured like, I figured out that I could do it and I right. just didn't like it. It was yes, a different way of yeah, living and I didn't right. like doing it like yeah. that. You know? That's what Beyonce was saying in that thing too. She was like, she was just like, I like, I'm not gonna push myself like that again. No, I yeah, she's, she's like, like I'm past that. I'm, that's not gonna. Part of what she was doing was A, for her figure. Like she wanted yeah. to get back to a certain weight which, you know, that's fine. If like if she sure. wanted to do that, she can she do that. Fit into her old like costume. Her, her old costume, know, which like... is like you know, fine. She ended up not wearing that costume, no, she which is very funny. <laughs> she, but um, they were like, are you gonna wear that to rehearsal? And she goes, No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. They were like, Are you gonna walk out and show Jay? And she was like, No, no I'm not. That, I'm not doing all that. Yeah, she doing, was like, They like the face, they like FaceTimed him. <laughs> they, they did. And he was like, Oh, great. And they were like, Why aren't men ever excited yeah. the way we are? And like Beyonce just went like, Oh, anyway. Let me take this off. But um, but also part of what she was doing too was she was trying to up her physical stamina right. too. So she like could she rehearse. was training like it like she yeah. was training a marathon. Right. Because it's a two hour performance. Right. Is it well she is singing and dancing yeah. and the center of something and the amount of mental stress as Definitely. well as physical duress that yes. she's putting her body under and she is at least fifteen years older than all of her dancers. hundred percent. You know what I yeah. mean? And it is a definitely a strain on them as well even yes. as professionals so like the physical stamina to get through that set right. was also what she was training for it wasn't just about her figure no, that's true. but she yeah. also was open with being like it was too yeah like, I also felt like I wasn't she's saying yeah she wasn't herself yeah she was, like, she was like I didn't feel like I could freak it the way that right. I had been able to do right. like it, right. I really wasn't I didn't feel like I was in my body yeah. in the way that I had been because it was so traumatic to have the twins sure. and have the c-section right. and the muscles torn and cut and right stuff. yeah like, she's like I was working through torn muscles yeah and it's like they showed her like Jay massaging her stomach yeah you know, like, it's hard yeah. like it's a it's a major fucking surgery sure. on right. your gut. You which, don't think about you know, the, the abs, the abdominal muscles that you have to go absolutely. through. Absolutely, you know? um, absolutely. Definitely. So yeah, I think like ugh, it I, was just amazing. I think I will. There's been sort of a thing on Twitter and just sort of in the general, you know, culture. Yeah, I think I know a what you're discussion saying. about uh, specifically. I don't remember which Kardashian, but one of the Kardashians mm. and Cardi B pushing uh certain I don't think it's a weight loss it's like a protein thing or it is it's or a weight like it's that. a weight loss it shake. is a weight loss shake okay. weight loss shakes and weight loss teas right that was it the mm-hmm. teas that was it um both they're and like Jamila um yes uh, I mean, yeah and these are both women, women who have had was it Courtney 
who both women who had had children. Yes. Who were like, I've gotten back to my like mm-hmm. pre-baby weight mm-hmm. and it was very easy and I just did it with, you know, mm-hmm. it's just about working out and dieting and drinking this shit, you know. Yeah. And Jamila Al-Jamil got into the conversation and basically was like, that's bullshit. None of that works. And once you've had a baby, like shit's different and, and hard. they like, also like are not FTC approved. No. And no. um... They are not safe. They have crazy amounts of side effects that include, like, some weird serious shit that can Mm -hmm. fuck you up even harder if you've just had a baby. Right. And, like, like stomach cramping and, like, diarrhea and vomiting and, like, all of this shit that's not good for you. Right. And as soon as you stop taking it, you're going to gain the weight back. Of course. That's not good for you either. Like, yo-yoing is way worse for you than, like, slowly shaving off a pound at a time. Right. yeah, it's it, or getting into just getting more toned over or just time. yeah, like, just actually you know getting some exercise into right. your into your, your lifestyle because right. it's good for the endorphins too, yeah, and it's good so for it your makes brain and it makes you happier, yeah. and being happier makes you healthier. Right. I read this crazy article Ooh. really really quickly. This okay. is such a tangent. Okay. Really really quickly, I read this crazy article this morning that uh-huh. was published like five years ago or something like that about a bunch of babushkas. And they, I mean, the title is literally like okay. the babushkas in, that live in Chernobyl still. Whoa. And they were like people who had been displaced Whoa. during um, the, I, I'm going to get the name of it wrong, but okay. it was like during the like the Stalin-led mm. starvation. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and also a lot of them were Holocaust survivors in the Ukraine and stuff. Oh, wow. So these people who had been displaced, who had survived terrible tragedies, were like, you are not taking me from my home again. Right. And after the initial displacement, the government was like, you can't go back there. And they did anyway, mm-hmm. even though there were like extremely high levels of radiation in the soil, mm-hmm. in the animals, everything. And mm-hmm. they just refused to not go back. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, uh, they're almost all women mm-hmm. living in this really rural specific town. And like... Um, they're all when they were turned, they were definitely all over 48 mm-hmm. and all of the women that were interviewed in this particular article were at least 70 mm-hmm. and like they seem fairly healthy, which is what's crazy. Mm. Most of them are dying of strokes rather than oh, the wow. cancer that they, that comes from radiation right. and like science is kind of split on the difference between oh. a lot of the people who left mm-hmm. that like the women who are there. I mean, it's circumstantial evidence like they don't sure they they aren't it's anecdotal is really the correct word Mm -hmm. um but they don't know for sure that they're right but the babushkas say that the people that left that are dying are dying of heartbreak because they're not with they're not with their mother their motherland right and they were like they're dying of depression not of whatever the radiation is they're like i'm happy being where i am and that's why i'm still alive and i'm healthy holy shit the men all died. I don't know what that means. But, <laughs> but, um, but they did say, like, I do miss having a husband to yell at, which was really funny. But <laughs> also I think she meant to fuck. But, um, yeah. you know, she was just like, they're a little bit like, I'm a little bored. But it's sure. They, like, yeah. play cards and shit. Sure. None what of them have cars. Russia? <laughs> yeah, none of them have cars. They all, like, oh, walk wow. to each other's, like, houses. Um, but, the, like, the initial imagery that they describe is, like, this one woman slaughtering this giant fucking pig. Whoa. Who, like, there are, like, wild pigs and really weird wild animals running free in Chernobyl now that sure. there's a lot less people. And, like, 
yeah, they're like slaughtering the pigs themselves and like cooking with pig fat and being like, this is going to be the most delicious fry up in the entire world and like all this shit. And the journalists are like, I don't, are, is that poison? Like, is it poison? It might be poison. But these women seem to be alive and they're old and fine. It's weird. Mm -hmm. But the idea that like the happiness and the Mm -hmm. joy and the contentment that they feel still owning their own homes, still living where they want to live, where Mm -hmm. they grew up, where they raised their family is like keeping them alive mm-hmm. despite, despite environmental literal intense amounts of radiation in the right. soil in the water like all around them that's crazy isn't that really intense there's it's... a doc that's getting made it's a, oh, at wow. the bottom of the article i mean it the article was published years ago mm. i don't know if it's out i kind of doubt it it sounds mm. like it would be a thing that would take a really long time to get of made course. and finish up but um God, if that's out there and when it comes out, I'm fucking watching. The show yeah, that it. sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing the power that the brain has on over the body. Yes, know? absolutely. Um, and I think that that, I mean, to tie it back to Beyonce, I think that yeah. like she really did say it was like it was such a, a test of herself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. mentally to be torn and wanting to be with her children mm-hmm. and wanting, but also wanting to put on this show mm-hmm. and pushing herself so far and being the director, but also being inside of it. Right. Right. And like being torn in like 18 different directions. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, I mean, it's amazing what she was able to put together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was incredible. It was interesting to watch like those meetings and to see like she, there's footage of the rehearsals yeah. and there's really interesting footage of her meeting with like a film team. Yeah. And she was like, we have to figure out a better way to translate this onto film. Yes. You know, which is always a whole thing, especially with her concert videos. It's hard to she make. She was like very cutthroat in a she way. Was, like yeah. she was very direct with her notes. She was like, yeah. I don't see what the point is of me doing more if my notes, some of my notes are not applied. Yeah, right. Like she was like, we are not getting the stomps in the audio. We are not getting yeah. the dancers ad libs in the right. audio and we need it. Yeah. And it was just like, Mm-hmm. so awesome she was just like that's it like this is you just need to rise to the occasion yeah i am yes i'm tearing myself apart for this it's true so right. you fucking meet me there. figure it out right yeah. i thought it was yeah that was great and i also think i think in in general there's a sort of idea that like she doesn't it's like when you see her writers and her producers and stuff on albums mm-hmm. i feel like people assume that like she doesn't really have that much say over her work right. you know but i think if anything this documentary shows that she really does have a lot to say about her image and like what she puts out and yes. her music and her performances yes i mean i think that i also think that there's a huge misinterpretation going around about um song credits 100% there's like a huge thing where people go like oh my god, 28 people, it took 28 yeah. people to write this dumb pop song, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, first of all, mm-hmm. asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. Second of all, um, it's the fact that when things are being referenced in a song, when yeah. bass lines or beats are being sampled and used and yeah. reallocated into a different song, we are finally giving credit yes. back to the people that initially wrote it where – Right. Back in the fucking 70s and sh- even up to the fucking 80s and 90s, we were like, fuck you. I don't care if you were the original songwriter. Yeah. You're getting zero credit, zero dollars, zero cents from this. True. Where now, if she uses a line from an iconic song, yeah. she, wh- the reason that person is then credited as a songwriter right. is she's giving credit to that. But that doesn't mean that she's not finding that herself yeah. and using it and reinterpreting it. Definitely. And collaging 
a lot of different references and things together. And I think that's what a lot of songwriters are doing now. But what's great is that they're giving credit back to those people. It, and that's, that's so why true. 20 songwriters end up on the credits. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's a huge issue with, like, pay disparity on a lot of things going yeah. on in the entertainment. And in music, it's just, it's just the same. Yeah. And it's just that now, and people like Beyonce, it's making so much money off of Lemonade. Yeah. But that's why then these people who have, you know, a couple beats, a couple ablibs, mm -hmm. them getting credit for what they're doing on it, it really does matter. It makes a huge thousands difference. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know? It's so true. And I think that's yeah. amazing. Right. And that should be the way forward and not people who are dickheads being like, Ugh, can you believe she is? She doesn't write her music. Yeah. It's like 17 people. I'm like, no. That's not true. Not true. I think... It's also a question of whether or not, and this goes, I think, a lot back to just hip hop in general, mm -hmm. people assuming that if you sample something, then it's not from you. Yeah. Um, one of the Dumb. things I think actually, you know, as problematic as he might be, Kanye yeah. really changed the game when it came to like making sampling considered an art form. Like, yeah, because so he does much. it so fucking well. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's seamless and it sounds completely different. And, and he, it's like interesting sampling. Yeah. It's really it's not, interesting choices. Like, it's different. The, I'm sorry, but the beginning of, uh, uh, God, what's that one mm. where the, he's on the fucking motorcycle with Kim? I don't really like Bound, that song. Yeah. Bound, yeah. Bound Two, I think. Oh shit, is Bound that two. that's the one? It's so weird. But it be, in the be, it's just the beginning. Goes yeah. like, uh huh, honey. Right. That part, and then yeah. that sampled kind of throughout. Right. With another, there's another song on top of that yeah. too. But I know that a weird original thirty song. Yeah. Because of another move, like the, an old timey movie that right. I, I'm obsessed with. Um, and that. That's the beginning of a like a doo-woppy like mm -hmm. uh, sweet. It's called Sweet Nothings. Oh yeah, song. right. It's like I'm gonna whisper in my ear. Yeah, oh, sweet nothing. Mm -hmm. It's like a doo-woppy. You would expect it like the kids from Greece to be sure, dancing to right. it. And for someone like Kanye to be like listening to that music and being like, "Cool, we're gonna put that in my song." Yeah, there's an an art form and a talent definitely to, to be yeah to like meld different genres like that. Yeah. And to make a hip hop beat, I mean, he there was no like baseline to that song. They didn't build that song like a traditional hip hop song. Mm -hmm. Like they built it out of the vocal samples from these other like duopy pieces, mm -hmm. which is wild. Like to make a beat out of vocals is crazy. It's so cool, mm -hmm. but it's all and it's like it's crazy. But then it's also if you think about it, like uh, going back to like like ancient ideas mm -hmm. of music yeah, when it was right. when it was mostly just vocals and like yeah. greek choruses sure. and like those kinds of ideas and in incorporating that into like the digital right. age you know and using technology to then bring us back to the human voice in Definitely. a different way i don't know i just think that like people don't know what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> they also like there's a huge thing on twitter with like people being like beyonce's like overhyped and like uh. she's everywhere and people like hate on shit because yeah. it's popular yes because everybody's like she's perfect yeah like, she's perfect like what <laughs> nick kroll actually had a hilarious instagram story oh. and he just like recorded a portion of him of like this of his tv watching uh, -huh. uh beyonce perform and then he flipped it around and it was just him staring at the camera and he just went i'm gonna say it I think she's talented. <laughs> oh my like, god, amazing! And it's so funny because it's a commentary on like, why is that a hot take? This woman is clearly like, yeah, so crazy talented. Put so much work and sweat and effort and yeah. thought and you know 
everything into this performance. And oh then God. people go like, oh, my God. She's, oh, please. Over-hyped. Oh, please. Like, what? How dare you? I know. Like, here's the other what? thing. Two things. First of all, do y'all remember when she broke out into opera in the middle of the show? Bruh. What? Second of all. Yeah, her <sighs> vocals are still amazing. Yeah. Right? That's Ugh. undeniable. Second of all, I feel like I, I've, I've had this conversation with many people before. Like, listen, if you're hating on something because it's popular, and nothing I can do for you. Like, it, it's Yeah, I'm not popular interested, in, I'm a, not interested yes. in talking to you. No, exactly. That's not a legitimate argument. Yeah. Second of all, I'm like, you you don't have to, it doesn't have to be your kind of music. That's right. All right? You don't have That's to. That's right. You don't have to listen to it all the time to be able to say, this woman is talented. Of course. Right? Yeah. Come on. She's talented and she fucking it's it's inspiring. Yes, exactly. To watch the way she's done it. And I also saw an amazing tweet that I was like, I really fucking agree with. Mm. And part of the reason I think so many people love her in particular yeah. is that um the way that she like inspires people to be excellent is to be excellent in what they are doing right she's not like you go make the best music ever it doesn't make me want to go fucking be on stage or whatever but the way that she was like i am trying to be the best artist to put everything Mm -hmm. all of my my journey you know Mm -hmm. the way that she arranged her songs yeah yeah like putting my flaws my fears my Mm -hmm. journey musically together for this performance in the context of um, HBCUs yeah. is yeah. like a really specific personal mm-hmm. thing, right, you know. Right. But and so the idea is that like the, in the tweet, it was just like she inspires me to be excellent in a way that is my is my own. Yeah, not definitely. just to be, not just to like be just like her, mm-hmm. you know. And that is like I think the best thing that like 100%. women are, t- especially women are taking yeah. from Beyonce and especially yeah. women of color, right? But um. Yeah, I, just, I think it's, like, absolutely yeah. amazing. That's so on point. And at the end of it, at least we were asleep. Um, at least I was asleep. But in the <laughs> in the recording, she has this thing at the end of it where she's thanking everybody. Yeah. And she basically, she says explicitly, like, go be, be the best at what you want to do. Yeah. You know, like, and chase your dreams. She's like, if my country ass can do it, then so can you. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And she's very, I don't know, I think she's taken so much from what first of all she's been giving back to the community mm-hmm. i mean the second she got rich she has been contributing to the black community and especially houston every and every song she's shouting out houston yeah she's shouting out where her mom is from she's shouting out where her dad's from exactly she is not ever running away from her roots no she's mm-hmm. talked openly i mean in her music not necessarily like in interviews yeah. she doesn't do that no. shit which it's like i wish more people were like her and didn't no, fucking give it. I, don't need it. I don't need enough i, I had enough yeah. I, I don't need it um but i think that like you know her talking about her like time in pageant in the pageant world mm, that's so true it you know being like listen i have mixed feelings about this yeah, because right. like it made me the performer that i am but yeah. also Pretty fucking hurts. Yes. Like, yeah. this idea is also damaging yeah. to us. Right. And to women. And, it, yeah, it's a com- I have, like, a complicated relationship with it. And I have yeah. a complicated relationship with the fact that I'm country, but a black right. woman. Right. You know? Right. And, like, digging through that is, yeah. like, so amazing. You can tell that her music is personal with the yeah. way that she can weave songs that she fucking was singing when she was 19 years old. Mm-hmm into songs that she was singing yeah. this year yeah. about the same man that she loves Ooh. and has problems with. Lord. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I can't. And I had just come off of seeing the Frida Kahlo exhibit at the Brooklyn Museum. Oh, yeah, Museum. right, right. So I'm, Ooh, like, yeah. I, I can't help but see parallels of, like, these mm-hmm. incredible, strong, like, uber-prolific mm-hmm. female artists, their kryptonite being the men in their lives. Right, who right. are also deeply talented. Yeah. But also in, like, you know steeped in infidelity (laughs) yeah being men but steeped in infidelity much older yeah very talented you know and also just like watching them and being like oh my god can't you love someone else right you know but also being like she puts it into her art too and you can see her trying to work through it Mm -hmm. and that's all we can ever do yeah yeah. And sometimes when you f- you fucking fall in love with a person for their whole fucking life and you can't fucking help it. Right. Yeah. And that that's like fucking Frida Kahlo and Diego. And if y'all don't know about her, go fucking Google it. Go Jesus look Christ. It up. <laughs> it's a Selma Hayek movie. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It'll give you a good backbone. Yeah. Uh I wanna get like a really good biography of Frida. Yo. I wanna that's read true. a really good biography. That would be dope. I'm gonna try to I find if, one. Yeah. I was just talking to my friend Vicky. Shout out Vicky. Um Vicky. about it after we saw the, the, I mean, mm. the exhibit is so beautiful. I think it's really emotionally curated. It's about mm. her as a person as well as an artist, and her oh, disability word. is. Right. I mean, she have they have her back casts there. Oh, wow, it's beautiful. They have a bunch of her clothes. She's our height. Oh my god, amazing! She's like literally just above five foot. Wow, based on her skirts, and I was like, what? I didn't know she's so little. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just think that that's really, that's really interesting yeah. to me, um, and like. You don't. I don't like fault her for it, no. but it is just like that's something about the mu- that the music that and even Frida's art that makes it so good is like the pain is real. Yeah, and yeah, they're like they're letting you in, right? In a way, that's true. And they're working. They're using it to work through it. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can just tell. I don't know. You how can, can feel you, it. How can yeah. you fucking say that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how can you say that it's fake and it was all publicity and blah, blah, blah? Like, no. and that it's a fake marriage and blah, blah. Like, no. how can you? No, there's too much emotionality. And I think you're right that it has just been, it's been going on for so long, ever since she released her first single. Like, she came yeah. out as a, a solo artist. Solo artist. There mm-hmm. we go. Um, you know, it's, it's the same thing. And it really was amazing. Highly recommended, even if you like watch the thing but also just if you listen to it Mm -hmm. to listen to what she weaves in like when she did sorry off of lemonade and then me myself and i off of dangerously in love when she was 19 like yeah and then into kitty cat which was in her probably she's our age mid-20s you know yeah it's wild it's the same story it's the same story and it's the same man yeah you know yeah he's been the whole time oh my god alex but it's also like it's the it's the major themes of most of our lives it's just like all of us want to be loved and be valued in the way that we love and value other people right and struggling to feel like we're enough especially as artists struggling to feel like what will last right you know and like is you know I don't know. Is there a safe place for me? Yeah. And can it be this other person? And like, right. should it be? And yeah. You know, when trust is broken, how do we mend it? Definitely. And like, is it better for me to keep 
taking him back or like you know the themes even in like the old songs are still like I'm good now I thought I needed you but I don't or whatever and like that's clearly not true clearly not true but that's what she's telling she's you're listening to a conversation she's having with herself herself, yes which I think is beautiful that's like some of my a lot of my favorite art pieces yes not not artists like yelling at everybody you know what I mean like and I can, I'm saying that even in like fine art and shit where yes. you can tell when somebody's like pointing a finger at you or wagging a finger at you. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, fuck right off. No, no. Don't tell me what to do. No, exactly. But it's when a conversation is like asking questions to themselves. Exactly. Out loud through their work. Yes. I'm like, I that's would amazing. So agree. I think even in political art, people who are trying to make political statements, yes. it's so much better when they're looking inward and being like, oh shit. <laughs> like, what do I believe? Yeah. What is going on? Right. And, mo- so, you know, there can be some moments, like I love a good moment of rage, like there was a there was a piece there was like a series of sketches that Kahlo had done of um of the Statue of Liberty mm. and instead of holding a torch she's holding a bag of money right uh-huh. and like she's surrounded by like Stalin and Mussolini and like Ooh. all of the, yeah like she was just like <laughs> America's built on capitalism and sure. and <laughs> democracy is dead like this idea you know this idea that she was just like I'm pissed off and she was like rightfully so like people were when she was in America especially people were like oh my god look at this like Mexican woman with her <laughs> ethnic skirts you know and she was like yes <laughs> like she she kind of leaned into it and was like I'm going to curate my fucking image and I'm not gonna sure. let anyone forget right. that I'm a Mexican fucking artist right. and I'm an artist and I'm gonna wear bright colors and you can fucking honk at me as I walk down the street right. and deal with it mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like Beyonce's doing the same thing she is like yes. it's it's amazing yeah um, I would also say, um, especially with people like Frida, women like Frida mm-hmm. and, and Beyonce um, and the men in their lives, mm-hmm. I would say that it um, also has to do, Beyonce's definitely talked about it, but like a man being with a woman who is more prolific yes. than he is yes. and younger. Yes. And that kind of being. That dynamic being absolutely difficult. Yes. Well, and the cultures that they both come from. Exactly. Right. It being steeped in very patriarchal ideas yeah. Yeah. and them trying to subvert it because right. their, I mean, their sheer talent and their willpower and their output yeah. is greater than themselves. Yeah. And they can't help it. No. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. And so they're just like, well but I still love you. Right. And these men are just like bugging out yeah, because of the <laughs> cultures that they come from right. as well. Right. You know, and I say that coming from like a white culture, but also a Catholic culture, right. which is like right. similar with Frida, with the idea yeah. of like when you are raised Catholic, it's kind of in a way like a culture and like a weird ethnicity almost because there are so many cultural things that are, you know, dictated by that, which mm-hmm. it becomes very patriarchal. It's like a a wife obeys mm-hmm. her husband. Right. You know, that's the idea or whatever. And it's like, I mean, I'm not, I don't know, like obey. What does that mean? And it's like right. subservient. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah. but she's more talented than him. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he was an artist for a million years longer <laughs> than she was, you know, and she's like, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's, I think it's really yeah, interesting. Definitely. Is. And like, and same thing I would say, I mean, you would speak to the the black community, but like yeah. she's talked about like daddy issues, literally oh, the song 100%. fucking daddy issues. <laughs> Hello. <Yeah. laughs> Which I feel like we can speak on because she's laid it out she for has. us explicitly. Oh, she's, yeah, we know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah, the whole idea of being afraid, I think especially as a black woman, yeah. you're going to repeat a cycle. And luckily I don't, I my father would did not 
cheat on my mother. Mm-hmm. They just hate each other. <laughs> Hi, mom, they just, my dad. They just got divorced in a mutual fashion. In a mutual fashion. It was yeah. a very mutual divorce. Yeah. Um, so, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh... As, yeah, just, like, in line with a lot of people their age. Yeah, exactly. It was more of a generational thing. That was a Than a cultural thing. thing. 100%. Yeah. Um, but, you know, his father um, had a second family. Right. You know, and that's definitely uh, the absence he father and the fear i think of a black woman especially when you're and honestly i think it's interesting because i found that black women who also date outside of the black community have that same thing Mm -hmm. um even a black woman dating a white man Mm -hmm. will be like don't you fucking cheat on me that's like a big sort of weird insecurity it's a cultural Um, sort of sensitivity or like yes inherited trauma exactly yeah right um but uh you know and then and, and then i think when you there there when a man does cheat on a black woman in mm-hmm. particular it becomes a much more internalized feeling yeah and it becomes sort of like you start to beat yourself up for feeling like you're not good enough mm-hmm. which is also i think a problem that beyonce has also talked about like, where yeah, definitely like, in lemonade oh my god right holy shit um and a lot of black women will feel like they're not we're not good enough mm-hmm. and i think it brings up um a lot of self-image problems Mm -hmm. because you never quite feel um like you are beautiful in the way that society wants you to be beautiful like white western beauty standard right Right. and that's sort of unachievable so it's sort of like on one hand you're like that's that's never gonna be me so i may as well just be comfortable in my own skin Uh uh-huh you know that's Um, yeah that's the healthy path to choose but it's also a hard one it's also hard there's also a lot of moments of being like oh but if only i could Mm -hmm. in that um danielle brooks song she was talking there's a whole the bridge of that song is just like the world tells me it will be mine if i get some surgery and some lightning cream and cinch my waist Mm -hmm. and put some eyelashes on right you know and get some long fingernails and then i'll be beautiful but that's not true you know Mm -hmm. um and yeah so it's always and then on the other hand you're also like am i contributing to the cycle of being with a man who cheats on me right and then my daughter's gonna do the same thing right we'll be in this thing forever um yeah and so it's, yeah, it's complicated. And it she, is. You know, I'm sure faced a lot of pressure as Beyonce and as a strong woman, in quotes, to be yeah. like, just leave him. Right. Which is chill. You know, it's, it's not always that easy. Of course, yeah. Especially when she's a family. It's like. That's right, yeah. We don't know what that dynamic is. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so complicated. Yeah. And yeah, we don't know what the true, I don't know, true, quote unquote. Yeah. What. Yeah, the minutia of yeah. that story was. Yeah. Because it's not fucking our business. No. But um, <laughs> just as a reminder, you know, it's just yeah, as a reminder. Um, we don't own her. No. She doesn't owe us No, anything. she does not. She's given us plenty. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think I think – I think it's a really interesting intersection of like her art specifically mm-hmm. is a really interesting intersection of a lot of things just because it is so personal. Yeah. yeah. And so then it becomes because she's a woman, because she's a woman of color, because she's a woman of color from the <laughs> South. There's like so many things yeah. going on. And so it becomes like political and applicable to cultures at large which yes. is like in a, a lot of ways like not fair yeah it's like this it's is true. just what happened just to me to make her this music. is just what happened to me you know right. like what the fuck yeah um but i think she's just handled it 
really beautifully. Yeah. And made some incredible stuff that has gotten other people through similar things. You know right. what I mean? Like music that has just gotten people through tough times Definitely. and stuff. Like I I can only commend her for like what she's done and be like, I don't I, I have no room to judge you. I have <laughs> no, no room to judge you on, on what's oh on what's going on and no. how you're doing that. Also, I will say Frida Kahlo did cheat on Diego Rivera oh, right. that's quite a bit true. as well. That's true. She did. Yeah. I mean, it was very clear that he was very, like, emotionally abusive to her and, yeah. and like, uh, you know, cheated on her with yeah. her sister and yeah, that was fucked, up. <laughs> fucked around constantly and she was devastated by it and, you know, therefore cheated on him. That's right. kind of, like, what everybody kind of agrees happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. She didn't take it lying down. <laughs> no, she did not. Ooh, she divorced she not. him, left him, and then came back to him. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah. But like it was really interesting because there was a quote on the wall that was like two terrible things happened. I survived like two terrible tragedies. One was like the trolley car accident. Oh, right. In yeah. which like that yeah. she was disabled for the rest of her life. And I mean horrifying injuries. Right. Um, yeah. But she was like, one was the, the trolley car accident, and the other was Diego, which is like, oh my god, girl! Like wild. Like what comparing, a like comparing being literally pierced <laughs> through her like midsection and groin with this like trolley car handrail, mm-hmm. like literally stabbed. She Ooh. was like stabbed through her entire body Ooh. and like broke so many bones yeah. and was in like a full body cast yeah. essentially. And her leg was wasting away from polio she could track if she was like six. Yeah. She was in like so much incredible amounts of pain. Yeah. And she's like also Diego was just as painful. <laughs> and I'm like, oh same, no. Same difference. Oh no. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, the whole time me – and Vicky were walking through and just going like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck Diego. Look at him. Fuck him. <laughs> right? Because also oh. he was just like, I don't know. He's a bit of a lump of a man. He, yeah, he was. Like, yeah, he was an artist too. And, you know, <laughs> in, in his own right, yes. But not ever as famous as Frida. No, no, no. Oh. Never as never as famous as Frida. Was he cute? Because whenever no, Beyonce he was ugly. Like, he was ugly, right? He was fucking fat. Potato Man. I just pulled up a picture. Disgusting. He's disgusting. (laughs) And she's fucking gorgeous. She is. I know. (laughs) It's like when, but like, oh my God, in that one song, I don't remember which one. Oh, Don't Hurt Yourself. When she's like, beautiful man, I know you're lying. And Beyonce's song. And I'm always like, he's not B. He's not beautiful. (laughs) Jay-Z is a powerful man. He's a talented rapper. He is not. Not beautiful. (laughs) That's subjective. Listen, it's very subjective. Like, come on. What? Yeah, like, it doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> so I'm like, but have you seen yourself? I know. Like, <laughs> Whoa. No. It's one thing if, like, some random off the street who was, like, mm, a five yeah. was like, oh, this man is beautiful. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. You could say, I, yeah. But sure. she's a fucking... 9.9 when she's like beaten down and yeah. like tired and sick yeah. and like just had a baby. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, how could you fucking look at that man and I say know. that he is beautiful? beautiful? That's just the wrong term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Power to you, ladies. Yeah, sometimes you have your kryptonite yeah. and that's okay. Keep making art and yeah. eventually all of us will get up the courage to leave them all Yeah, behind. Real. Creator-owned society. Woo! (laughs) 
Goodbye. <laughs> from the union, but just women. <laughs> just women. <laughs> oh, God. Put all the men in the matrix and figure it out. <laughs> and then we'll deal with it from there. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Great, guys. Uh, FBI is going to come and be like, uh, ma'am. <laughs> you have an anti-male agenda. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez, um, do you have a watch? Are you wearing a watch? What time is it? Oh my god, it's time for the internet junk drawer. Remember when I couldn't say internet junk drawer? <laughs> I do remember. I would always be like, internet funny. drunk drawer, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Anyway. Do your internet junk drawer. My internet junk drawer is an amazing <laughs> Twitter video from incredible... Uh, I believe she was a UCB comedian, um, Alyssa Lim... Limperis, Limperis. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, but she used to be New York based. Now she moved to LA. I only right. know this because of her Twitter feed. I don't stalk her. I promise. Um, <laughs> so she makes the really funny, like what my mom visiting New York videos that went pretty viral. Yes. Um, and she made this video like literally twenty hours ago. I'm looking at it right now. Um, when you run into your Italian friend, mm. I don't know. Maybe she reposted it, and it's an older video. But sure. I it's the first time I saw it this morning, and I <laughs> it's died funny. laughing. Um, as a very Italian person, it like yeah, it has all of the tropes of like here's a lasagna with zucchini in it, <laughs> the way you like it. Let me write you a check. How you doing on money? How's your mother? You know, like the whole thing. At one point, he just gives her the entire checkbook. Yeah, and he's like, "What? I got you a plant." And there's just like a plant that appears in his hand. He gives it to her. Like it's just a bunch of weird shit, and it's very fucking funny. I just recommend her Twitter in general. Oh, she also word. does an incredible Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez impression. Oh, she does. That's it's true. It's so good. It's on point. It's very funny. Um, so I recommend that as well. Yeah. But it's like a 20, it's like a two minute, 20 second video. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even the accent is good. I'm just going to play like a tiny bit of the audio just so you can hear it. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I highly recommend it. Um, it's very and good. And her other friend is just standing there like, what? Yeah. And at the end, she goes like, I don't even know you. Yeah, I don't know who you are. It's amazing. <laughs> it is very, very funny. Um, yeah, I love that. Love her. She's a great Twitter presence to follow. Yeah, um, yeah she's great. Her very AOC funny. thing is just, it's like, so it's on point. Perfect. It's I wonder. Wild. Let me see if I can pull that up quickly, yeah. too. Because like, even just the audio of it is like wildly good. I I don't know. She kind of looks like her, too, if I'm honest. Yeah, she does. She does look like her. That's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> let me see. Oh, I can't find She's done a lot. She puts up, like, a lot of really funny, just random Twitter videos. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, like, articles that were written about her doing the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Apparently, it was longer ago than I thought. Oh, here it is. Here, I mean, you can look around and you see no one here is doing the French tuck. And, you know, I feel that it is my responsibility as the youngest person in this office to to tell people that, you know, a, a French tuck is, it is more affordable. It, it looks, it looks. 
She's talking, she's referencing when the Fab Five came to DC and uh, her and Nancy Pelosi showed them around. Um, Well, four of the Fab Five. (laughs) Karama was apparently a little more right Mm -hmm. of center than I expected. He says he's a moderate, but we all know moderate means right these days. I just think it's very interesting. It is very Um, interesting. Because apparently he has not ruled out trying to get into politics really yes i saw that in a peer like a press junket thing mm-hmm. and i was like hmm <laughs> i don't know about all that mm. <laughs> i don't know about all that yeah but yeah i don't know the rest of the boys went and they had a great, time with, a great time with aoc <laughs> missed out yeah so then the watch that video she's talking about how like people aren't doing <laughs> the french, french tuck <laughs> and they need to do the french tuck and tan we should do the french tuck with tan <laughs> very funny <laughs> Because there was also that video um, of Brie Larson talking to Oprah about yes. the French tuck that went all that was all over Instagram as well. And Gail that was, was like, so we funny. We know Tan. We know Tan. She was like, "It's the French tuck, Oprah. I learned it from Tan France from Queer Eye." And she went, "What?" <laughs> she goes, "Oh, learning something new every day, like a like an everybody's auntie." And Gail's like, "We know Tan. It's great." Um, and she's like, I just like that it shows off the belt. And then it turned into like this whole love fest and re-gramming, retweeting between Tan and Oprah and Brie Larson. Yeah. And it was adorable. It was just yes. a giant oh love God. fest. It was so sweet. <laughs> Highly recommend looking all that up. I'm sure that there's a fucking article that has all oh, of 100%. the different things broken down in the timelines. There's whatever. many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so first. Yeah, exactly. Buzzword. Here's what <laughs> happened. Um, but I watched it go down in real time. So. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, Alex was I'm on... just, I just have my finger on the pulse of the zeitgeist. <laughs> so. What's oh, your God. internet junk drawer, Olivia? All right, well, my internet junk drawer, I wasn't prepared, but my, I've decided. I know, you were Googling as I was talking. I was. <laughs> And I tried to vamp. You did, you did I, really well. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I've decided uh, Game of Thrones is back, so I've decided to just read a list of funny tweets about the Game of Thrones premiere. That's if you fun. haven't seen it, I'm sorry, it's been a week. Um, <laughs> True. Um, okay, well, as you know, it was the, the premiere of season eight. Mm-hmm. Um, this past Sunday, we watched it. Eight? It was, seven? I don't remember. I don't know. Whatever. This latest Second season. to last. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, watch it. Uh, if yeah. you don't watch it, don't fine. Watch it. Um, God, deal with it. People I'm just like trying. It. I'm, listen, I'm just trying to finish it at this point. Same. Like, I don't have the same amount of enthusiasm as I did last season because no. last season was two years ago, and I'm a different person. I know. I just, I've just forgotten all about it. Yeah, you know, and I I've put in so many hours at this point, yeah. and I was really attached to the characters. I don't think I'm as attached to the characters anymore, sure. but I have to know how everything ends. You have to know how everything ends. Yeah. Um. Well, as as always on Game of Thrones night, the, the hashtag Thrones y'all and hashtag Dem Thrones are always lit. Lit, lit so, as fuck. Um. Here's some highlights that we found. Yes. Um. Again, if you don't watch it, I don't know what to tell you. Uh. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> Just turn it off turn now. It off and go jump in a river. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, one of them uh, is as Daenerys uh, really drops a bomb or three on poor Samwell this episode. True. <laughs> she says, Danny, they didn't bend the knee. Samwell says, okay, well, that's your fucking nephew, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daenerys and Sansa were pretty icy. There's one oh, that is true. Daenerys, Sansa needs to respect me. I'm her queen. Sansa, it's the gif of Mariah Carey going, I don't know her. Yeah. Um, just 
pretty accurate. Um, IDK of the North were more shocked to see if the dragons were the black people. It's true. Um, so. When Miss Andre and uh, Grey Worm were riding in, going like, mm, and all the villagers <laughs> were like, what? <laughs> um, there's also one uh, from uh, Django and Chains uh, of Sam, uh, Sam Jackson mm-hmm. when uh, Jamie Foxx comes on the horse. To Candyland, and he goes, "What is that nigga doing up on that net?" <laughs> they overdubbed it. It was funny. That's funny. Um, There's like a billion and a half tweets about Bran staring at everybody, staring at everybody, just sitting out there the just whole sitting time, sitting out there being creepy. When as fuck. Jamie comes, so Jamie pushed him out of a window, right? And season one, him season one. Maybe haven't seen each other since he, he comes back into town and brand's just sitting there looking at him being real <laughs> creepy and he goes what's good my guy here you like to push people and shit <laughs> um and uh another a lot of just good like reaction i mean just like gifs and photos of random people staring at things it's very being, like everybody nothing and then bran and then yes. like a picture of somebody staring right at Literally, you <laughs> right um and and lastly there's a good video um uh from james corden um okay. james corden uh forced uh, one of his writers lawrence die oh yeah um, shout out to lawrence we've worked together cool um he had to sit down and watch i guess he usually does recaps of television shows mm-hmm. Uh, and he had never watched Game of Thrones, and they wanted well, to do it. He had to write like the rap, a rap, yes. like a rhyming rap, of, yes. like a all, recap of all of Game all of, of the seasons thus far for and under in under that. like five minutes. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> they made him stay over the weekend and just watch <laughs> and everything watch from season one. Um, all episodes. I don't remember how many hours it was, but it was, it was it literally crazy. Took the whole three, like Friday through Sunday. Yeah, and then Monday morning <laughs> to go to work. <laughs> It was so funny. It was a funny video. It's on the uh, Late Show with James Corden. It's fucking on YouTube. I don't YouTube know. channel. Just YouTube it. I don't Google. know. Yeah, James Corden, Game of Thrones writer. Yes. That'll take you where you need to go. We got artificial intelligence to do the rest. Yeah. it That is a crazy fucking like, thing that they yeah. made him do. It was so funny. It was very and funny. And it's such a thing where like, only in entertainment would your boss be like, do this insane thing because yeah. we're going to put it on YouTube and people are going to fucking love it. I mean, right? not just on YouTube, but we're going to put it on the show. Yes. And people are going to like laugh at it. Yeah. So do this insane thing. Yeah. And then the writer just goes like, okay. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, don't, what? Why are you locking yourself in a room for like fucking three days? Three days it's watching insane. It's straight through, which also sounds traumatic. I would he never want to watch that. I, they did have like a moment where he was like, up close to the camera yeah. and ran his hands yeah. through his hair yeah. and just went like, I don't think this is the way this is supposed to be watched. <laughs> oh my God. It's very fucking that. funny. Um, well, thanks guys. Wow. Thanks for joining us once again. Um, you can follow us, uh, at a ridiculous pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Alex at Alex Shan, A L U X S H A N. Yeah, on Twitter yeah. and Instagram. And you yeah. can follow Liv at Liviosa, L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. Um, and, you know, rate and review and subscribe yes. to us. Please it, do. It really Thank does help right. on um, the Apple iTunes yes. bullshit yeah. Um Yeah, rating and 
and reviewing is is really helpful. It and is. that would be great if you guys would do that, especially if you are a newer listener and you're yeah. enjoying what's going on. Let us know. Tell us about it. Love it. Um, stay tuned next week for some fun collabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fun collab, singular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, tweet at us if you want us to do anything in particular. If you, yeah. if there's a certain movie you want us to do a watch along to, yeah. or if there's something that you want us to review, we'll probably do a spoilery episode of about us coming Definitely. up. We wanted to give everybody enough time to see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots to dig into. So Definitely. Stuff. Yay. 